Hello, and welcome to the show Gold Squadron Gays. It's the podcast where two Star Wars-loving gays break down each episode of their favorite Star Wars TV shows, while also being gay as hell. I'm your host, Bradley Brower. And I'm Charles Rogers, and we are not doing an episode today. What? It's shocking! We do other stuff on the show! Whoa, that's wild. I know. I am still drinking my my gay drink, though. I defaulted to the pink drink today because I've been on vacation at time of recording. Mm-hmm. I have no creativity. My creativity is done. Yeah, well, I think, you know, at, I mean, after a week of just, like, doing nothing, <laughs> I'm just, like, done. Well, I've played a lot of Star Wars The Old Republic. That's, that's what I've mainly done this week. I played Star Wars The Old Republic. Mm-hmm. I was going to watch, I was going to rewatch some of the movies, but then I just didn't. You know, with my free time, I was actually thinking about going back and watching, just because just to be timely, I was actually going to watch the last episodes of Clone Wars, or at least the Bad Batch um, backdoor pilot. I was going to at least watch that just so I could like kind of refresh my brain a little bit. But I backdoor didn't. pilot. I just love the term backdoor pilot. <laughs> yeah. It's it's such a it's such a terrible term for that type of thing. But it it, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah, that that basically was well, the original intent with the Bad Batch was this was when they were planning Clone Wars to be like eight full seasons, is like they were gonna be in like a Kashik arc kashik arc too i mean don't get me wrong i love the clone wars they just it, the problem with clone wars is that it gets so monotonous like you're just like oh another battle oh another thing on this planet because it's like it's literally a war like i think it's it's boring war is kind of boring that's, think about yeah it. that's kind of the point of you know war i especially from season three onward they start branching out and like doing mm-hmm. other things like they show the underworld right and how the war is affecting that and things like that but yeah there's points especially like re-watching episodes you know seasons one and two that you're just like oh and here comes the the fight scene again right the way it always is in this i mean it isn't it it's just a show for kids though so it is. Um, so we got our first trailer for the show. Wait, okay, so I'm trying to figure out the timeline because the when did the episode of the Bad Batch air? Because we got two thousand. I want to say it was two thousand and twenty. Is going to be my guess. It was February twenty first. Oh no no wait. Story. Oh wait, that was that story real. Finished episode. Yeah. So February twenty first on twenty twenty. That was when the pilot episode, technically the pilot, aired on called it Clone Wars. So it was in February, over a year ago. That's like that's been a long time. <laughs> and it was rumored. It was rumored for a while, a few months leading up to the official announcement that mm-hmm. the Bad Batch was in production as a spinoff animated series for Clone it, Wars. It says we got our first trailer was actually in July. No. Oh, they ordered it in July 2020. And then we got our first um, trailer for the series was in December 2020. 
That is a shockingly fast turnaround time for an animated That's show. That's very fast because if you think about it, they did have the assets left over from That's Clone true. Wars. Like I can I can really only think of like maybe one mm-hmm. asset that I could think of that they didn't already have lying around from the Clone Wars as I far mean, as what I saw in the trailers. And I mean, I guess they are making it on like a fucking, you know, a computer, you know? So it's like, once you make the thing, like once you make the model, you can just kind of make it do whatever you want. Yeah. You kind of just do whatever. Hmm. I wonder if that's why it has a very similar art style to the Clone Wars. I wonder if they're just using the assets. I wonder (laughs) if this is why we're visiting some of the same planets as Clone Wars, which we will get to in a minute. If... If listeners have not surmised by now, this is the Bad Batch episode zero. Episode zero of the Bad Batch. Yeah, episode just, we zero. Can just discuss our thoughts and feelings about the show as it as it as it comes along. As we know, I have I have lots of thoughts about everything all of the time. That's why I have a Star Wars podcast on the internet. Right. Twitter cannot contain me. So where do you want to start? Because <laughs> a lot so to- at, at time of recording, we had intended to record this next week. Then Bradley disgustingly had to like go and get work. Ugh, I know. And, like get money for something other than this. I know, right? It's get a sugar daddy, Bradley. I've been saying this to you for years. You're still young enough to pull it off. You know, I should because this podcast only makes us like 14 cents. So I should probably oh, like. Oh, we've got up. Oh, we're going to have a talk about this, honey, because I was told <laughs> one cent. Now well, we're at 14. We need well, to when, when we started, it was zero dollars and zero cents, but now it's actually up to 35 cents. 35. In case you guys are wondering how much bank we actually make from this show, (laughs) we're just rolling. We're rolling in that cash, baby. Although I don't rolling in that cash. Although I don't think we can collect it until it gets up to $15. So technically we're still technically at zero, but it's because of that lovely uh, anchor um, ad that I added to the beginning of every episode. So it's it's so silly, but you know you kind of that's what you got to start somewhere. So. You got to you got to you got to do the hustle, right? You got to exactly. do the hustle if you want to be a content creator on the internet. Exactly. So listen to my thirty second ad for three seconds. It's not a big deal. Like just play it when it plays at the beginning of every episode. You're good. You're about to listen to us talk about the Mandalorian for two plus hours. Right. Exactly. I think you can wait. 30 seconds before you do that but we are recording this as of april the 17th uh which means to work off of we have the two trailers we have mm-hmm. the teaser tra- initial teaser trailer that was shown during i believe it was a disney investor call and then we have the new trailer that was released a couple of weeks ago we also have the poster to work off of yeah and we we know the actors too so we can kind of talk a little bit about if there's anybody in in particular that we want to talk about actor wise that's going to be on the show but. i i watched the trailers this morning yeah and i made notes of of what's going to be in it that we have seen before which is a lot which is a shocking amount right like it's almost it's hardly a spinoff at all like it's almost kind of a sequel to the clone wars yeah it kind of is because it's almost like they wanted it to be like hey here we want to tell a story about the clones but we want to tell a story about the clones that's different than the regular clones like we want them to be different 
in a way that is hopefully more interesting <laughs> than just being army dudes. Like, in fairness, Clone Wars did make army dudes interesting, and they know, did Battlefront, Battlefront Two, the original one before that, and. Um, Republic Commando, which is now available on the Switch. I'm going to have to buy a Switch. Oh, my God. Listen to more episodes of the show so I can afford a Switch so I can play Republic Commando. Well, if you wait, uh, there's supposedly going to be a new Switch by the end of the year. So if you just wait until then, the old Switch will be cheaper. So then you can just Mm -hmm. buy that one. (laughs) Bradley's expert advice for me. See, I'm a a superior uh, PC gamer. So uh, I don't have to buy a new device every few mm, years yes. uh, because I am smarter and also better looking, <laughs> uh, more clever, and of course. generally better in bed than right. console gamers. Of uh, course. Just throwing that down right now. That Yes, because you know. everybody is trying to get into bed with a PC gamer. Um, <laughs> everybody is in my deluded fantasy world. Right. Um, no, yeah, I'm actually excited because they are starting to put more um, old school Star Wars video games on the Switch. So, you know, your dream might come true. I might play that stupid ass game that you love so much on the Switch at some point. Well, here's what I didn't know. What? And this this shocked me because I didn't realize this. I've watched Clone Wars multiple times. Uh, Delta Squad. Yes. The squad that is featured in Republic Commando, and this will bring us around to the clones, they were kind of the original Bad Batch. Oh. Uh, their shtick was that, you know, each one of them had like a particular setting that was kind of dialed up a little bit. Um, so one of them was like the tech guy, one of them was like the explosives guy. Okay. They so were like this elite. The yeah. They are canon. They oh. appeared for about 45 seconds in an episode of season three of the clone wars called witches of the mist they're the ones that deliver the news of the jedi that i believe it's savage press kills so i was cruising on youtube Mm -hmm. looking for you know just letting the youtube algorithm tell me what to watch and the scene comes up it's like delta squad and clone wars i'm like oh this is neat somebody you know did a fan-made scene and no it's it's canon they're in it so oh i love when they do stuff like that that was neat to discover they, they were kind of the original bad batch but now we have the actual bad batch so right yeah i'm looking at images of that right now in delta squad okay yeah they're basically the same thing i mean it's like okay not bad i like i mean i i, I like how in bad batch at least the color scheme is the same you know or generally the same they're a little too unique or delta squad's a little too unique yeah and i think i'm not sure if gregor is supposed to be the leader of delta squad i'd have to double check that later mm-hmm. but i played a i played a lot of republic commando as a kid because it was one of the first appearances of general grievous oh okay yeah He's i just in it like, for like shoot two seconds there. I don't either, but I really like Republic Commando. Oh, I Again, see that. I was like 13. Oh, I see Delta Squads in Battlefront 2. So you can play as them if you want to. Okay. You can play as everybody in Battlefront 2. EA loves their money. Right. You'll well, probably be able to play as uh, as the Bad Batch here soon if you're not able to already. Oh, I found a picture of Delta Squad as Legos. That's funny. So I've made some notes here. Yes. And I just want to blow through them real quickly. 
and then we'll kind of talk about here's what we know based on the trailers and based on the poster is going to be in Bad Batch. Okay, what do we know? We know there's going to be a sequence on Camino. Yes. Probably the first episode. We know there's going to be a training sequence that involves prototype dark troopers. Okay. Uh, this is just, just an order. First trailer, second trailer. Got it. Poster. Uh, there is a, a little Easter egg that I wanted to bring up is that one of the transport ships that they're on looks a lot like the Legacy Run from the High Republic stuff. We're seeing, we're seeing some High Republic references even here. That was neat. Uh, we're going to see Zygeria again, based on the first trailer, which is the planet from um, Slaves of the Republic, I think it's called, the Slavery Arc. Oh, when like Ahsoka is dealing with like... Uh... Yeah. Yes, okay, I think so. I remember that, yeah. We're going to see that. Okay. Finnick Shand is in it, as previously discussed on our Mandalorian recap. Love her, got it. Uh, we see what I believe to be Baraka, which is a graveyard, ship graveyard planet from uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, because we see it, it's brief, but we see what kind of looks like the ponchos that they wear on Baraka. So does that mean that we're possibly going to get a... Uh cal in this show like as an easter egg I, background i would like it cal is gonna be super young at this point because this is like right after order 66 and he's like a kid oh he is okay like i thought he was like kid. i thought he was the same age or something okay. no no this is the other reason you need to uh listen to the advertisement so we can buy bradley an actually halfway decent like computer <laughs> so that he can play fallen order <laughs> hey i i love i like looking at it like i see i've seen trailers of it so i feel like i've played the game because i'm just like oh that'd be nice at some point uh at some point i will stream a playthrough of jedi fallen order so that you can see it that way yeah there you go then i can just, w- you can just watch through you did you just watch me play it competently that works but we did see that planet, which, I mean, mm-hmm. I love junk planets. So I've loved junk planets since um, Raxus Prime, I think is the name of the one in, from the Clone Wars video game. Oh, I was thinking of the trash planet where Darth Maul goes to die. I think they are the same planet, but I'd have to double check that. Oh, okay. Someone, oh, you're going to love this. Someone uses a flamethrower in the Bad Batch. <laughs> interesting so get ready for me to have some opinions about that again oh god okay yeah and then Uh, we do see tarkin yes i do like that we do see tarkin at the end of the first trailer and he's prominently featured in the second one Mm -hmm. i do like i like him being in it because i feel like we kind of were gypped of that you know not not that like we could have gotten it when he was an old man but <laughs> you know he couldn't have done more than one movie but uh i he's one of my favorite characters from the original and so i think it would be because i really like seeing him as a young guy in um in rebels i believe it was in no. clone wars clone wars yes that's right because he, would be old he is rebels. rescued from the spire in i believe it's season three and then in season five, in my favorite batch of episodes, he is the prosecutor at Ahsoka's trial. Love that. 
I do want to note here the logo for the first trailer burns away. It's the Clone Wars logo and it burns away to reveal the Bad Batch. That was really cool. That was neat. It was kind of like a passing of the torch almost. Like it was like a... Almost. Or like the Clone Wars is burning away to the dark times. Ooh, yeah, that's true. Because I guess the whole premise of this is that, you know, Order 66 happens and the clones are decommissioned and then they just need to kind of like move on, right? Like it's like, all right, we need to move on. And then Clone Force 99 is like the only ones who are like kind of holding out. Like, what do we, like, I guess the, the question of the show is going to be, what do we do when the war is over? Right. You because know, how do we make our way in the galaxy? Right. Well, it's kind of like the whole premise with Cara Dune from Mandalorian, you know, like once the fighting stops, what do these mercenaries, like, what do these people do? They become mercenaries. They do, you know, they keep fighting because they have nothing else to do. Like, they don't know what else to do with themselves. Some people are not necessarily fighting for a particular cause. Some people are just fighting to fight. Right. And well, actually, does that, uh, I was going to say, uh, is it in the first trailer or the second trailer that we see Saw Gerrera? That is the second trailer, and we are getting, we oh, are getting, getting to that. Okay. Yeah, Saw Gerrera, well, I guess we could address it now. Saw Gerrera is in this. Yeah, which is random. And it's like, he's doing like, they're doing like a fusion between the Clone Wars version of him and mm-hmm. the Rebels version of him. Yeah, it's almost like they're trying to see where we can bridge his character because like i feel like when in rebels they were trying to they were trying to do what they did in rogue one right they because that came after or at least right, right before they were trying to tie rebels into rogue one pretty right. hard with uh saw Gerrera showing up a couple of times right the dark troopers are in it uh project stardust gets a mention mm, okay uh, in a scene in season four, that is what Thrawn has to run off and deal with is the fact that Krennic is demanding more money Gotcha. for it. And then uh, Genevieve O'Reilly plays Mon Mothma. Gotcha. Yeah, I was like... into Rebels. I thought it was weird because I was like, what is he doing here? Because I'm trying to think of timeline-wise. So... It's, I mean, obviously, Rogue One is your cap, right? Rogue One's always, like, the end of his story, so. Yep. Spoiler alert, he dies in Rogue can't, One. Can't uh, get more definitive right. of an ending than that. Um, so, so because, like, I'm just trying to figure out timeline-wise. So, if Bad Batch is after Order 66, 19 years before A New Hope, he's, you know, 19 years younger. And he's, uh, I mean, he's still pretty old, but he's, uh, but he's, but he's older than he is in Clone Wars, which is him kind of a young adult rebel rouser kind of. Yeah, he's like early 20s, I think, in Clone Wars. And then this is, you know, I've just realized that we might actually see Onderon again. If we're seeing Saw, we might actually see Onderon. We might see what happened to Onderon. Oh, that's his planet. As his planet. Onderon is interesting because it's it first showed up in Knights of the Old Republic 2. Uh, mm-hmm. So when it showed up again here, they drew a lot from that. Like it kind of has that sort of ancient look to it. The capital city is called the same thing. It's ruled by a king. So I'm I'm partial to that particular batch of episodes. Yeah. Not really wild about like the overall plot of it, but 
I was psyched to see Onderon. So having just realized, oh, we might see Onderon again, that's pretty cool. Although I can't imagine it's going to be a very long storyline because there's only, what, eight episodes or so? Or we think, at least. We think. It's season one. There might yeah. be multiple seasons. I don't think yeah. this is a limited series. I think they intend Oh, you don't think so? I think they intend this to be a multi-season I guess it de- I guess it depends on how popular the last season of Clone Wars was. I the mean, obviously only, enough to make this. Right. The only two episodes, the only two series I think are limited series that we have confirmed are limited series are Ahsoka and K- Obi-Wan Kenobi. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I mean, not that I don't want it to go on, you know, for a while, but I do feel like with the cartoons, you know, you have to be careful not to go on too long because you don't want it to turn into a Clone Wars where it's five or six seasons of just, you know, mini stories. Like, it's like, okay, we need to like reel it in a little bit. <laughs> it's a shame because they were planning some really cool stuff for the back half of that Clone Wars season, that yeah. they never did, but also like they were planning one really dumb thing that I'm glad they didn't do. Well, what I liked about Clone Wars was that, yes, you could do those little stories about all those other characters, but I think the problem was by calling it Clone Wars, you were kind of anchoring yourself to one little slice in the timeline and they could only shove so many stories in that little, in those years, right? And I think the problem was they were like, well, we kind of want to do other stories that happen at other times. So that's why they... That's, I think that's one reason why they didn't want to, or that's why they did this one, because they wanted to not do the Clone Wars era. They want to do this another This is about era. the Bad Batch, right, specifically. It can, right, it can take place anytime if you really want to, so. Well, we see, like, this is in the immediate aftermath of Order 66, so we see, right. like, we see clones. We see what mm-hmm. I, you know, I believe to maybe be a, one of the final battles of, you know, the Separatist. Right. We might even start mid Revenge of the Sith. We might even start before the shutdown signal is sent. Oh, interesting. And I was thinking too, like we're gonna get Cody probably, or not, or not Cody, uh, Rex. We are gonna get Rex, and we do see him in the second trailer. We right. see him on. I think it might be Baraka, the planet it, that they're actually on. Is it that planet where we introduce him in Rebels? Where he's got the crawler and he... No. Oh, okay. No, that's a different planet. That's just a different desert planet? <laughs> no, Brock is like, like a graveyard of like Republic ships. So it's where they, they dump them basically and then oh, they get broken okay. down for scrap. Gotcha. Which is what uh, Cal Kestis' job is. He's hiding out as one of these guys who... Uh, scavenging scavenges thing like a scavenger but like in an official capacity gotcha they're recycling so with jakku they're more like vultures got it circling around picking out what parts they can braca it's more yeah like they're basically like recycling guys okay yeah i i mean i like that they're showing him but i hope i don't know i feel like it's going to be a one episode thing with rex they're not going to keep him in very long yeah it's going to be more just like a fun like hey he's in it but then our focus is the bad batch we're not going to focus on these other characters we're we're really here to focus on the 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 clone force 99's story in addition to fennec shan randomly but (laughs) fennec shan is also here Uh, (laughs) it's like smash brothers it's like you know yeah, Stan Ming Na Wen always. Um, I love that. I love that she's in are, it. I love that we it's are voice. Glad player. to see her always. Yeah, I'm actually. I like this because it's a good way. 
for them to establish her backstory without having to go so heavily into it later on when we get Book of Boba later on this year. You know, they don't have to spend time on her story as much if they give it to us here because then they can focus on what she's doing now in Book of Boba. We got to love that sweet, sweet brand integration. Yeah, I, I mean, it's smart. I get it. I see why they do it. And plus she's an amazing character already. So I, I definitely want to see more of her. Couple of things. We've, we've covered most of what was revealed in the second trailer is a lot of Tarkin. Mm-hmm. They're on Camino. You know, there's, there's two things of note that were revealed in the second trailer. Okay. So the first is the Bad Batch's little kid sidekick. Okay, I did want to talk about this. This is a really big thing that I want to talk about. So, so what is the second thing? I just want to make sure that the other thing the is second not thing. The second thing is that I noticed, and a lot of people noticed, other than Camino, Crosshair, who is the sniper, mm-hmm. is not in a lot of this show. In fact, they have a like pullback shot and he's missing from the lineup. Hmm. Okay. So the, the thought is he might, because he was always the jackass. Gotcha. He might, he might be a stay with the Empire gotcha. when they defect. That makes sense. I mean, you got to have, I, I think that's part of the conflict, right? Like you have to show the side of all the clones, like what all their decisions would be after the war is over, right? So he'll they'll do the thing where he joins the Empire for a while and then decides that he loves his brothers more and yep, absolutely. switches back to 100%. They'll do that. It's obvious. He'll redeem himself, blah, 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 blah. He'll join the team again. But right. yes, the little girl who, yes. thanks to a uh, subtitling error, okay, we actually know what her name is. Okay, what's her name? Her name is Omega. Oh, okay. Oh, Omega. <laughs> oh, Omega. <laughs> well, yes, that's we interesting. Know her name is Omega, thanks to a subtitling uh, issue. Somebody inadvertently revealed it. So that's very interesting because I'm getting, I was getting something. Okay, I have no idea what the plot is, right? But I have some theories. Oh, we love theories here. So I'm looking at her and she kind of, I mean, to be fair, the animation does not help support this. I think it could just be a limitation in the animation, but she looks like Boba, child Boba Fett in Clone Wars, just blonde. So the prevailing theory right now, and I agree with it, is Omega is means is, is the last letter of the Greek alphabet. Right. So the idea being is Omega might be the last clone. Yes. And she just happens to be a girl. Yeah. And she just happens to be a girl because they were maybe playing with the genetics. But she is like a girl clone that got flipped over, like gender flipped. And like maybe because they were messing around with them. Which brings up so many other questions. (laughs) Because if you think about it, there, why is there no female clones? That's one interesting thing. I mean, yes, we know that they cloned a man, but you also have to think like, why not change the gender? Like, if you can, if you Probably have the technology it costs to do money that, to change the gender, they have enough money to clone millions of these guys. They yeah, can't change the could, gender a few times. You could make, and it ties in because the Bad Batch are deliberately genetically modified. Right. That's their whole shtick: is they are deliberately genetically modified. So maybe it's like 
the what with some of the last of oh you know what might be going on what this would be a really horrifying thought i wonder if they're trying to like create female clones of Django so they can get more genetic material by having clones reproduce naturally. I thought that too. I was thinking like, what if now this is like, she is the, the mother, right? Like it's like the beginning of the whole like queen bee kind of situation. Like she's the queen and they're all worker bees. So it's kind of like the whole, she will become essentially the genetic information for creating the rest of the army to make them more diverse, make them stronger, make them better in some way. I mean, I don't know if that's how genetics work, but you know. I don't know. There's only one unmodified clone that we know of and that's Boba. Right. So what if she is also unmodified except for the fact that she's a female? Hmm. That wouldn't really track with the timeline though because well, she's she's clearly about Boba's age. So she's about 10 to 12. Right. But she I'm would saying, have to be modified to grow faster. Well, what if she what if she randomly isn't? And then by the time we get to say the book of Boba, they're setting up his sister who is still alive. So Ooh. we get female Boba Fett is in <laughs> Book of Boba in December. I'm calling it now. She's this is this is Bradley's wild clone theory. I dropped my wild clone theory. Uh, when we discuss the Obi-Wan cast list. Uh, but this is Bradley's. This is Bradley's pet wild clone theory. I just came up with that just now. So that's what she is. I'm calling it now. Omega is female Boba Fett. It's his sister. She is unmodified like him. And so when we get to Book of Boba in December, she's still alive. And the only reason why she's still alive is because Bad Batch kept her alive the whole time because they were trying to kill her. Ooh. Bam. I love this. Bam. Yeah, I'm like, part of me is like, why why are we giving them like a, a plucky Robin kid sidekick? Yeah, but I don't on know the why. other hand, I'm like, it is a kid show. But is it a kid for show? Kids. I, Older I, kids. Well, see, I see that's the thing though. Like, yes, I do believe that the Clone Wars was definitely a kid show, or at least started off as a kid show and then got progressively more mature as it went on. And then with Rebels, it was only a kid's show for like the first two seasons, I want to say. And then the last two, they were just like, no, we're just going to do real stories. Like, Well, the thing is, and this is an interesting thing with Star Wars, is you can have a show that's a kid's show that deals with some dark themes yeah. without being a dark show. Right. Like if you watch Rebels seasons three and four, there's stuff that's gonna go over the head of like kids but you can still watch the show and enjoy you can show the show to your kid right it's i think not bad gonna batch like, is oh, yeah. gonna be the same way mm -hmm. to where it's gonna deal with some tumultuous stuff but it's gonna be in a way that kids either will miss and only the adults will get or they'll do it in a way that kids can kind of approach like they did with season five of clone wars gotcha yeah, I, I was thinking that it was weird that they had her, but I guess she's, I'm thinking she's going to be more like either, if my theory's wrong, she's just the comic relief or she's just the, you know, the 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 child tie-in, like the the thing that keeps her uh, the show grounded enough to be a kid's show, I guess. I don't think so. And I don't think so based on one shot. And it's right. the shot of her With looking at hyperspace. Oh, 
Okay. As the ship goes into hyperspace, I think they're setting her up as the emotional center. They're setting her up mm. as kind of the heart of the team. Okay. That makes sort sense. Sort of too. deal, yeah. which the Bad Batch doesn't really have. That's true. They're very kind of like, yes, they're super soldiers in a sense, but they're also, you're right, they don't have an emotional anchor that keeps them all together, I guess. I do love that Echo now has like Bad Batch style armor and mm-hmm. like he's part of the team. I do love that. Just throw that out there. I didn't note it, but I do love that he's. Hmm. I also know, I do want to know that Omega uh, uses a energy bow and arrow at one point. Yes. Where have we really seen cool. this before, Bradley? Here's your, here's your trivia question for testing your Star Wars lore. Where have we seen that before? Um, Solo, a Star Wars story? I don't know. <laughs> All righty. So everyone no dogpile Bradley. <laughs> no, please don't dogpile Bradley. Uh, the Night Sisters. Oh, the yes, Sisters yes, yes, yes. Energy yes. bows. That's right. I remember. Okay. Well, I like it because it does, it's one, visually, I like, it's cool because she's got a pink bow and arrow, but it's like just energy. So it doesn't really matter what color it is, but um, it's fun because it, it brings up a lot of questions about the practicality of why you would need that. So uh, here's my answer to that. Uh, yes. Fuck your practicality. <laughs> this is not Star Trek. We will do whatever looks cool and we will let Pablo Hidalgo figure it out in the visual dictionary later. That's 100% true. Who cares how it works? I like it. I do like it though, because then it feeds into my theory that if she shows up later, we'll get live action energy bows in Book of Bova. Oh, you are, I do not want Book of Boba, but you're making me more and more excited for Book of Boba. Right? Like, I feel like they're setting up like, because, you know, and forget me, I mean, forgive this too. I'm just going to pile onto the theory. Captain Rex will also show up in Book of Boba. Is he As an old man. Well, the theory is that he was in Return of the Jedi. Right. Yes, that's it's not retro. a theory. That is explicitly confirmed by Star Wars Rebels. Uh, right. They give him the outfit and everything. So it's like, if he's in that, it's only, what, five years difference? So he can still be alive. He'll be old as fuck, but he'll, he'll still be, be he alive. He'll be old as fuck. That's the sugar daddy you need to get, Bradley. Right? No, well, he's more of a sugar grandpa. He's not a sugar daddy. That's <laughs> uh, true. Because mm. Boba looks rough, but he's not, like, as rough as you know, Rex would be because Rex is like almost 90 something years old by them, you know? So. Or at least has, that's the appearance of a 90 something year old. Right. Cause he's only 20 years old or he's only 30 years old or something, but he's really visually 99 or something <laughs> by that time. He's mm. age wise, he's only 30. So it's Where like, have we heard that number before 99? Oh, I wonder clone force 99. I'm just kidding. Um, but it, it is, does bring up that question of like, how long can a clone naturally live if they survive, right? We don't know technically because we have- I swear to God, if Book of Boba Fett makes me watch a fucking Rex death scene. Oh my God. Can you imagine how emotional that would be too? They'd set it up Jesus and they'd even have Ahsoka in it too as like a cameo on one episode. If they make me watch Ahsoka, like, first of all, if- whatever the event that they're leading up to makes me watch an Ahsoka death scene, I will Ooh. cry I just a realized lot, that that's a possibility. But if Book of Boba makes me watch a Rex death scene, I will also cry. I will just cry in general. 
Yeah, because the only time we've seen Tamora Morrison die on screen is getting his head chopped off and we didn't really care. So... I mean, I openly, I openly, I'm not ashamed to admit this. I openly like wept when I first saw the trailer for Rise of Skywalker. So yeah. this shit gets me emotional. Yeah. Like I, I, I am the prime target to uh, cry. I mean, it's so weird that I, I, you know, I, I looked at uh, Bad Batch as just like this silly, like, oh, they're just going to introduce, like, just to keep going with this story, just to kind of whatever, right? It's not that important. But now that I'm like going through and analyzing this, I'm like, what if this is all just setting up all their live action stuff? I mean, they, they have a tendency to set up stuff, but in an organic way to the story. This is why Star Wars storytelling works so well. Yeah. Is that you could have for example Finnick Shand right and this she'll be in there and this will kind of explore more of her backstory as a young mm-hmm. woman but it's not really necessary that you have to watch Bad Batch in order to understand what's going on with her in Mandalorian or Book of Boba Fett right conversely you can watch Mandalorian or Book of Boba Fett it's a neat tie-in you know I mentioned earlier that the transport in the first trailer looks a lot like the legacy run you don't have to know what the legacy run is mm-hmm. to understand that that is a neat reference to earlier in the timeline. But if you know what the legacy run was, you'll go, oh, that's kind of a neat, you know, thing design callback. Yeah. And we also get something interesting in the trailer, not plot related, but just information wise that they are, I don't even know if it's in the trailer or not, but Maybe it was on just the post that they put on Instagram, but they said that it was going to be a special 70 minute episode as the premiere. Ah, yes. So I I don't know if that was in the trailer. (laughs) Oh, I am uh, looking forward to staying up for that. Yeah, I was going to say that's that's a long I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, I don't mind watching it for an hour, but why? Like, are they doing it just because they did, like, the Clone Wars movie the same way? It's like, you know, just they're doing a movie as the premiere. Yeah, I guess, like, here's my thing. Here's what bothered me about the Clone Wars movie. Because the Clone Wars movie Mm -hmm. was actually three episodes that George Lucas looked at and was like, can we Frankenstein these together and release them in theaters? Right. Which is ultimately what they did. And then, but having one that's designed from the ground up to be 70 minutes, I feel like that's a little more doable. Yeah, it's weird because I mean, you know, the problem with these cartoons, right, is you have to hold my attention long enough. You can't, you know, lose me. And so I don't know if that's necessarily smart to do a 70 minute episode because it is a cartoon. And I mean, most cartoons I watch are only 11 to 22 minutes long and they barely can keep my attention you know, that long, so. Yes, the the unfortunate thing for these shows is, you know, they have to hold the attention of children and also bottoms who have exactly the same attention span as, you know, young children. So maybe these episodes will be better designed for you, Bradley. Well, I'm hoping the regular episodes are 22 minutes and that's it. But they are. You know, this, I, I mean, yes, I understand that it's the premiere, it's special, but then you have to think too, so we're getting the premiere, which is a 70-minute episode on May the 4th. And then the following Friday, we're getting another episode, a regular episode. So that's technically <laughs> yes. an hour and a half of Bad Batch in one week. Every time I have to pull up our schedule during our, our off-recording meetings, 
I cry a little bit looking at, I think it's two, two, no, three weeks from now. So, yeah. or two weeks or so from now when we have to start this. Like, it's gonna oh be a lot. my God. It's going to be a lot. Oh my God. Why did you release the 70 minute episode and yeah. the. Lucas I could have done. Needs I could to have reimburse done me for the coffee I'll need to drink to get through work on that Friday. Yeah, because I mean that's going to be a two-hour fucking recording. <laughs> that's like I'm looking at that like, oh my gosh, guys, oh. really? You're doing this to us? Like, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's great. I love Star Wars. I just, you know, it's like a let's lot. get that sweet, sweet content. <laughs> I know. Well, what That's what are your what we signed up for? I was gonna say, what are your final thoughts on the trailers, the show, anything else you want to talk about it? Uh, I am excited for the show. Mm-hmm. I love the Star Wars animated shows. I think the premise is great. I think they've got enough new stuff in there to hold my interest. I think the stuff that they're bringing back is stuff that I wanted to see continuations on. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see what happened to Zygeria. I wanted to see what happened to Onderon. I wanted to see you know, some post-Clone War stuff with Camino, Right. Because we don't really get that, uh, at least in properties that I can stand to watch. Right. <clears throat> uh, Force Unleashed. But uh, we are going to have to do a whole episode at some point on my burning hatred for the Force <laughs> Unleashed. <laughs> but no, I, I'm excited for it. I'm yeah. You know, and it's more Star Wars, as you said, and I think it was either the pilot or Mandalorian episode zero, you know, all Star Wars is is good Star Wars, whether or not I eventually end up liking the show. Exactly. What about you? Final thoughts on the trailers, on the poster. I did want to bring up how cool the 80s style poster was, the Emperor leering in the background. Oh, yeah. yeah, We didn't mention the Emperor uh, in the trailer, but I mean, yeah, he's in the poster. It's really cool. It's kind of interesting that he's in that because, you know, he's a very menacing looking but he's also just the guy on tv you know so it's also weird that uh, he's in it i don't know if he's really like a big major plot point or anything like that but it's took, nice that took he rebels did. four seasons to meet the emperor yeah so um i'm actually i'm generally excited uh i think it, it's just different i like just something different from star wars so that's what i'm excited for i love the cartoons but i hated resistance so it kind of turned me off to the cartoons um so this will bring me back, I think, because Clone Wars didn't really bring me back because it was it was good. Like the final season was good, but it wasn't like great, I guess. It wasn't interesting enough for me to like really care. And um, there's there's our controversial opinion that we'll have to spend several episodes explaining at some point later. <laughs> right. Um, so this hopefully is more interesting to me. Um, I, I don't like the Wrecker character, but only because I just think he's annoying. But that doesn't really matter because that's just like a random like peeve of mine. Um, I did like the random, uh, I don't know if it's like a lizard or alien riding beast or whatever that was in the trailer that reminds me of um, Revenge of the Sith, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi's like lizard thing that makes the same sound uh, or same generic sound um, that uh, one of the legendary Pokemon makes. They use the same audio clip from Revenge Jesus of the Sith. Lord. I know, isn't that random? Jesus um, Lord. <laughs> what are those what are those things called? Uh it is a thing that we've seen before, but I did not go up and look up this one in the trailer, I think is something we saw in during the Slaves of the Republic. Arc. Oh, it's a it's a boga. That's what it's called in Revenge of the Sith. I don't know if it's the same creature, but it's 
Because I think I, no, I think lies. Boga uh, Boga is the thing's name in Revenge of the Sith. It's called like a yeah, a var, var, ter, var teral. Yeah, because it's a different one. This one flies in the trailer, it's, right? It's got a V and multiple Cs, and I didn't look it up. This gotcha. one in the trailer is from the Slaves of the Republic, so we know it's going to be on. Don't uh, you want to go to Utapal because it's one of my favorite locations? Gotcha. Yeah, because yeah. this, uh, the the Boga from um, Revenge of the Sith is the what I was thinking of because it, it's like the lizard with the beak or whatever, but um, yeah, this, Boga the is, one in the trailer is different. Boga is the name. Uh, the actual thing is, I want to call it a Vartaral. And I know that's not okay. right because a Vartaral is from the Dragon Age series, but it's like a Viractal or Vi... It starts with a V, it has some C's in it. The name is very Star Wars. They did not look it up before we recorded. Yeah. Why is it every time we do these episodes, there's always like the one thing that I didn't look up before the episode started. And that's the thing that gets mentioned on the show. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I can't find it because it's like there's random. The, the, I mean, I typed in lizard bad batch and nothing came up. So if that didn't come up from that, then I don't know what. Yeah, yeah. I, I I know that it has a name. It's not the same as the Firactical thing from Utapau and Revenge yeah. of the Sith. I, I just love that lizard thing from that movie. I think it's my favorite thing in all of Star Wars. It's just that dumb lizard that he rides. Rest, rest in peace, Boga. You will be missed. <laughs> I love this. I I honestly do love the sound it makes, though that cry that it makes because it is the same. I don't even know. Okay, so I don't even know what that sound is, but I know that in the Pokemon movies they use it in one of their movies for one of the Pokemon, like as a legendary creature. So it's weird that they use the same exact sound. I don't have room in my brain for Pokemon. <laughs> I don't know how you and Kyle do it. Um, I'll have I, him. I'll have him analyze the Boga's cry, <laughs> and I'm gonna be like, Kyle, Kyle, Kyle could probably tell, tell us me what Pokemon this is. I'll be like, Kyle, <laughs> can gonna, you tell me? I'm gonna, I'm gonna send knows. him. I'm gonna send him a, a text message after this episode airs and be like, so Kyle, <laughs> what, what? Because uh, he's big into Pokemon. What yeah. is the the Pokemon that, that this shares. is in. Yeah. Or I'll, I'll text my friend that's, or acquaintance. Anyway, not to get on that tangent, but anyway, um, so I'm very excited for the show. It'll be very interesting. Our little, now our little uh, theories about Omega and like why she's important or whatever kind of make me more excited for the show. Because if my theory is true, that makes this show 10 times better in my eyes. Break out the deep lore. Let's dig so, us into it. Give us some so, deep plot twists. Let's I'm go. I'm just saying, I'm calling it now. Final note is Omega is female Boba Fett and she's showing up in December in Book of Boba as an adult. I'm calling it. You now. heard it. You heard it here first, folks. Okay. You heard it here first. So quickly, um, yes. we are going to be transitioning briefly while the Bad Batch is airing in these episodes. They will, instead of having a nine-day turnaround time, Mm-hmm. They will now have about a three-day turnaround time. It'll be interesting, but we'll we'll get it done. We we do not plan to have any guests on no. because of the fast turnaround time. <laughs> it is possible. You'll just have to keep listening to find out, but we will be releasing these episodes several days after the Bad Batch episodes air. So subscribe to us on your preferred 
podcasting website. Follow our Instagram at, at Gold Squadron Gaze and our Twitter at, at Gold Squad Gaze to find out when we are releasing our Bad Batch episode examinations. Right in from Charles and myself and uh, Clone Force 99. Bye. Bye. Bye.